0: This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com Okay, brucham welcome everyone. We continue in Daf HaShavuah, we're learning Mestachas Yivamois, Daf Kuf Yud Tes Amud Bez. Basically, we're left with the following stira. Namely, we said the Mishnah is Rebbe Mayer. Why do we have to say the Mishnah is Rebbe Meir? Because the Mishnah said that if a woman goes with her husband and that's Sarah, and then they came back and they said to her, uh, if a woman's husband and Sarah went and they said to her, you know, your husband died, so we tell her that okay, she can't do Yibam, that we understand because it's very likely that the husband's uh, wife had a child. But we tell her she can't get married either. Why can't she get married? Because Roiv says that, uh, excuse me, the reason she can't get married is because there's a miyot, um, that, uh, a miyot of women who uh, don't become pregnant. The Gemara said, it's Rameir who's choshish for the miyot, and uh, that's why she can't get married, because maybe she's Zakuk for ibam. But then, the Gemara asks, well, if it's a then, what about in the Sefa where we say that if she has a mother-in-law, we're not concerned? Says the Gemara, why are we not concerned? Why don't we say most women will become pregnant and give birth? And, even though there's a possibility that she may miscarry and a possibility that she may have an Akeva, but there, but it's definitely a miut that she had a male, and therefore we should be chayshay for the miut. And, Therefore, the Gemara is left with the question: Why, in the Reisha, are we Choshesh for the miot that maybe the woman did not become pregnant? And in the Seifa, we are not choishes for the miot. Maybe this woman has a brother-in-law that she is zakukto. to. So it says the Gemara. Ella Amarava. Rava, said Reisha Chazaka Libam, the reason why she can't get married, is because the woman left, because the husband did not have a child. So we have a chazaka that she zakak for yibam. But Roiv says she could get married. Now chazaka is not as strong as a Roiv. So Roiv should say that she's allowed to marry Lashuk. So basically, we have roiv that she could get married, chazaka that she zaka So the icy miuta Let's let the miut that she miscarried come samoch lechazaka and support the chazaka. The palga, palga and it will be half and half. Meaning, in the resha, we have a chazaka that she should, uh, that she is zakak We have a roiv that she's motelashuk. A chazaka is not like a roiv, but the miyot that maybe she miscarried and therefore she cannot go lashuk should support the chazaka that she's zakak le'eebim. So it's like 50-50. So therefore we say, loyti tina sev because there's a valid concern that maybe she is zokok liibam. What is that valid concern? There's a miot that maybe the woman miscarried, and even if and that could support the chazaka. Seifa, but in the seifa, the chazaka is that she is muteris because the mother-in-law doesn't have a, a son. Seifa chazaka l'shuk. Chazaka, she is she's mutter lashuk. And because her presumptive status is that she's not zokkik for ibam, roiv says there's a kid and she's not zokkik for Yibam. So you have a chazaka, you have a roiv. miyuta the possibility that the mother-in-law had a baby boy is going against the roiv and is going against the chazaka. miyuta demiyuta a miot Rameir is not choishes for. Rameir is not choishes for the demiot. Umiuta demiuta loy chayish Rameir. Rameir is not choishes for a miot Rameir is choishes for a He's not choishes for a demiot. Okay. Now the Mishnah said loy She can't get married. She can't get married. Because maybe she, she's in a presumptive status that the yavam has no children. She's in the presumptive status of zakuk for ibum, but she can't do ibum because the says there's a kid. So gemara says ula olim. She can never ever get married. That's ridiculous. Why could she never get married? What's the problem? Why why do we say she can't get married? Well, maybe because the Yavam doesn't have a kid. So I have a great idea. Right? Maybe because her husband didn't have a kid and she's Zakuk for Yibam. So I have a really great idea. Let the Yavam do Khalitsa. Like we asked yesterday. Let the Yavam do Khalitsa. And this way it will free her. If, Mimanub Shach. If her husband had a kid, she's Mutarist to the Shuk. If the husband didn't have a kid, the Yavam will do Yi'ah Chalitza. So the Gemara says, On her own account, she can't get married for three months, because we know when a woman's husband dies, she has to wait three months until she gets married. Stam for Havchana. So on her account, she can't get married for three months. Lechaverta on her friend's account, Tisha. On her friend's account, nine months. What does that mean? On her friend's account, because of the tzara, who might be pregnant, she has to wait nine months. Why? So you say, why do you have to wait five months? Nine months. Let her do chalitza and get married. No, because even if you do chalitza, you can't get married within nine months because maybe her co-wife is pregnant, and the Vlad will be... So you say, well, if the if, the, if the co-wife is pregnant, then she could get married. No, if the Vlad is viable, the chalitza won't do anything. The chalitza is not going to be effective It's a viable kid. Only the kid will pater. And the kid doesn't pater until the kid is born. So, outs the co-wife, it's not going to help to do chalitza and then get married, because for that, you would have to wait nine months. Um, So, it says, let her do chalitza after nine months, if the tzara gave birth, so she's pater with a vlad, and otherwise, the chalitza will pater her. So, in other words, so let her do chalitza after nine months. Says Gamar, no. Abaye bar Avin, Rabbi Hanina bar Amri Tarvayu. Abaye bar and Rabbi Hanina bar they both say they can't do that. Why? Gezerah Shema Vlad, Ben Kayama. You know why you can't do that? Because we're afraid maybe if you do chalitza after nine months, So then, if there's no kid, the chalitza paters. If there is a kid, the chalitza is not necessary. So the Gemara says, Maybe there will be a surviving kid. And then, so you say, so what? Now you're going to have to announce that the woman's chalitza was not needed and she's muteres l'koyen. So it's more so make an announcement, make an announcement that the chalitza was not needed, and she, it was unaffected, ineffective, and, uh, everything will be hunky-dory. So make an announcement that the woman is kuhuna. Says the Gemara, Gezeira, it's a decree, Shema Yehei Vlad Ben Kayama, maybe the Vlad will be viable, Venimsa Atta Matsricha Kruz Lekahuna, I'm sorry. V'leitzuchah. Why we require an announcement? The answer is There might be someone who's by the chalitza, have a And it won't be by the 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 chalitza was ineffective. and they're going to see you allowing a chalitza to a kain, and they're going to say va'amri kashore chalitza lekain. They're going to say, oh, they're allowing a chalitza to marry a kain. So therefore, we have to answer this woman forever. A woman whose husband goes overseas with a tsara, because of the possibility that the tsara is pregnant, the woman can never, ever get married. Why? They could have, they could have just offered her to the client. mean just say a woman whose husband goes overseas and then we have information that he died is usher to a kain? Correct. Just answer her to a kain. I'm it seems pretty uh, harsh to, for the woman to be essentially naguna. So again, if we're going to. The question is like this. Why are we asking her to a Kayin? Because people are going to say, people are going to see, some people are going to be present at the chalitza, and they're not going to be present when they say the chalitza is no good. So therefore we have to answer her to a koyein. So say that after nine months, she could do chalitza, and she's answered to a koyein. Good question. Why don't we just answer her to a kain? Yeah, I don't know the answer to that. Good question. Okay, so the Gemara continues. Tanan, we learned in Mishnah ben The earlier Mishnah said, let's say a woman was and she went with her husband Sayam. the husband did not come back. And he said, by the way, I had a kid in Medina Sayam, but my kid died and then my husband died. Now she's believed to say that she's because Ha pesha hitter. She was, she left the yibum. So she's believed to maintain that status. But if she says, balivachach she had a status of being zachukli yibum and she said, my husband died then, my kid, ain't an She's not believed to say, to marry Lashuk. She's not believed to marry Lashuk and to be exempt from the Yavam we have to be concerned that Taka, she's not Zakuk for Yibam. And she can't marry Lashuk. But we don't allow her to do Yibam. Because maybe Taka meis bala, the Achakach meis benis. So we say Bechaylatze Svleimese Yibam. We say Do Chalitze na Yibam. So says the Gemara, how can we just say Do Chalitze na Yibam? But if we're going to have her do Khalitsa what if Edom come and say, Taka, you know what? Meis Bala, and kach Bina, and she's not Zakkuk and V'elei chashdimah also Edom, V'amri kidah ka'amra. Then you're going to have to announce that her chalitza was no good. Meaning, why aren't we worried that she says that she's not Zakokliba? So we don't believe her. So we make her give chalitza. We, since she was uh, we make her do chalitza. But what if, why are we worried? Edom are going to come and they're going to say, you know what? She's not liyibam, And the and the husband died and then the kid died. Now you have to announce that she is mutter So we see that uh, we're not worried about that. So we'll announce it and then she'll become mutter l'koyin and nobody's going to say anything. So the Gemara says, you know what, actually, normally we couldn't, we cannot have her do chalitza. But you know what? You know why here we could have her do k- chalitza? Because we're talking about a Grusha who anyway is asr to a Kayin. So since anyway she's asr to a Kayin, it will not be a problem if we're matsricha Kruzla kahuna because, in other words, if we make her do a chalitza, we don't have to be worried that Edom are going to come and say, ah, oh, um, it turns out that the chalitza was no good, because we don't have to say that, because anyway she's also to a kain. But so here we have the same problem as before, because if people don't know she was a divorcee, they might assume that everybody is permitted. So we had an idea earlier in the Masakta that a grusha has a kail, that everybody knows a woman is a grusha. Uh, the fact that a woman is a grusha is sort of. Uh, public, know. Yeah. It's a public procedure. It has a coil. People know about that. Yeah. The case is where the person says, I, my son, my husband were hiding in a cave. Nobody was with us. And we're not worried. Oh, well, them are going to come and say, Taka her husband died, and then her son, mean, the hochshash is, well, maybe Edom will come and say, she didn't need to do chalitza, there were no Edom. This is talking about a woman who's testifying about what happened in in uh, a private cave. And no evidence will ever come up to uh, to say what happened in terms of who died when. Okay, now we start the next Mishnah. Um, the next Mishnah talks about Two wives of brothers. Okay, so you have Ruven and Shemayin married to uh, Rachel and Leah. So you have two, two brothers married to uh, two women and zuai meres meis Each one, uh, uh uh, Rachel says my husband died. The other wife said my husband died. Now when a woman says her husband died, she's believed regarding herself, but she's not believed regarding her... When a woman says her husband died, she's believed to allow her to remarry, but she is not believed regarding allowing a Yivama, to marry her husband. In other words, if she said her husband died, it's not going to release someone who's potentially zakuk to, the, uh, to her husband, because she's not believed regarding um, a potential co wife So two Yivamas, they each say, my husband died, each one is prohibited because of the husband of the other one. Because we're afraid that maybe really he's alive and she's zakuk to him. Even though his wife says he died, he she's not believed regarding the Yavama that she should be able to marry Lashuk based on her because one Yavama cannot test on the other because this is one of the five women that are not Neman to be Meyat. So they're believed regarding themselves, but the other wo- woman is not believed vis a vis the Yavama. So neither of them can marry Lashuk. In other words, they're believed regarding themselves that their husband died, but they're not believed regarding the other one to allow the other woman to marry Lashuk. Lazu'e dim, Lazu'ene ain't If one woman has Adem that her husband died, and one woman does not have Adem. So the woman that has Adem regarding herself, she doesn't need Adem because she could rely on her own testimony. But she still can't marry Lashuk, because she has no credible testimony that her Yavam is dead. But the one that doesn't have Adem, so as sheyesh The one that has edim Asura's is as asura, on account of the other man, who she might be zakuk to, and there's no credible testimony that he's dead. Shainla la'edim, the one that doesn't have edim, she says her husband died, and we have edim that her yavam died. Mutaras. Or, lezu banim v'lezu ein banim. One woman has children, one woman doesn't. As sheyesh the one that has children is Moteh Why? She is believed to say her husband died. And regarding the Yavam, it's irrelevant whether he died or not because she has children. But the one that doesn't have children, she says her husband died, the only problem is, we don't have credible testimony that the Yavam is dead. Asura. Now we have a very interesting case. Back to the first case, two Yavamais. Each one said, my husband died. And this one says, my husband died. So neither of them can marry Lashuk, because we have to suspect there's a Yavim that's alive. So it's Reuven and Shimon married to Rachel and Leah. The thing is, even if Reuven and Shimon, whether they died or they, or they didn't die, each one is believed to say that their husband died. But they're not Mutter Lashuk, because there's a possibility of a yavam that we don't have credible testimony about. If, let's say, there are another two brothers, Levi and Yehuda. Levi and Yehuda could do Yibam to these women. The wo- each woman says their husband died. And whether the other wife's husband is alive or not, they have uh, other Yivamin who they could do Yibam to. Nisya'amu. let's say they did Yibam. Umesu hayiva. Hayivamin. And the Yivamin died. Asurais Linase. Now they can't get married because... Regarding each woman, the Reuben and Shimon is still possibly alive. They each said their husband died. Regarding the other husband, we don't have credible testimony that he died. So they first did Yibam, and since they first did Yibam, so that sort of put the matter to rest for a while, but now their Yavam died, they can't marry Lashuk because there might be another Yavam still here that we don't have credible testimony about. But Rabbi Lezer on Rabbi Lezer says something very unusual that we're going to have to get into more next time. Once they became mutter to the brother and they married the brother, now when the brother dies, they become mutter to everyone. Even though there's potentially a Yavam looming for each one of them. Okay. The Mishnah said, If this one has Edim, that her husband died, and children. So, she's not zakuk to the other one, because she has children. This one doesn't have banim, but doesn't have children. She's also mutter, because we have Edim, that the other guy died. But the Mishnah said, so Rava wants to know, and we're gonna get into Rava's Svara exactly next time. But Rava wants to know, Rava, my time with Rabbi Lazar, what would the reason be of Rabbi Lazar? After all, we know why they could do Yibam. So again you have Ruben and Shemin married to two women. Each woman says, My husband died, my husband died. And at this point, Neither one could go Lashuk, because we have to suspect the other brother still around, because while you're believed regarding your husband, you're, but you're not believed reg- to say your husband died for the potential Yavama, because you're, you hate her, so you don't have any namanist vis-a-vis her. In the meantime, there are two other brothers, so the two women do even to the other brothers. Now these two brothers die, so potentially they're stuck to Another two Yevamim that we never had credible testimony about for them. So the question is, what's the reasoning of Rava? My boy Rava, my time in the Rebbe Lazar. What's the reason, of Rebbe Lazar? Is it because Mishum deKasavar Tzara Is it because Rebbe Lazar holds Taka that one potential co-wife could testify for the other? Now that's very difficult, because then as Toysus asks, then why didn't Rebbe argue earlier by the five women who are not believed? Rebbe said, actually, uh, I hold that you could testify for Atsara. So Toysus says, well, of course if you're only testifying about the Tzara, you probably hate her. But here where you're primarily testifying about yourself, then maybe Rebbe Lezer holds holds, you're doing it for yourself, it happens to have an effect on the tsara, maybe then you are believed. But I would, say, I would ask, why wouldn't Rebbe Lezer argue in the first case, to Yavama, they should go free? or maybe Mishum Nafsha. Maybe there's a difference svara. Maybe she wouldn't want to mess herself up. That since she's testifying that her husband died to be able to do yibum and to marry someone else so she doesn't want to make mess herself up, so she's believed for you. We'll get into exactly what the svara is. The Gemara is going to ask what the Nafkamina is. But the Gemara right now wants to know, what would Rebbe Svara be? The Gemara seems to be saying two very similar types of ideas, to which the Gemara is going to ask, my Is it because he holds that in fact you could testify about Atsara? Or maybe it's because she won't want to mess herself up, Plishtim, yeah, yeah. But here, Rabbi Lezar is not subscribing to that for some reason, right? Rabbi Lezar is saying she potentially would be believed. But it seems like she would only be believed. The Gemara is going to say, Michael, your svara that the Rabbanon may hold Thomas Napstam and Rabbi Lezar may not hold her that svara. Oh, okay. Um... But again, why, if Revelazar holds that they're believed, then why are they only believed after they did Yibam the first time? Why aren't they believed right away? Okay, Rabbi Yisai, so we have uh, we'll get into this more Bez Hashem, next week. And wishing you all a wonderful evening. Brachavat Kol Kaltov. Thank you, have a good night. Okay, good night, good night, Good night, Rebluas, call to. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnyTime.com.